Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You. A friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Hello. Oh, hello. Welcome to... A new series. It's series... Four of our (laughs) podcasts. Had to do the counting in my head. (laughs) Series four, who would have thunk it? I know, yeah, we're here. We made it. We've got to have new ideas now. I know, we hadn't hadn't thought this far ahead. No, well we had, but we... Changed our minds. Well, we, we had, because we said almost series one that we wanted to do best of again, and then we decided not to. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was, uh, yeah, as soon as I picked mine, I wanted to pick mine again. <laughs> yeah. Basically what happened. Your favourite episode. Hmm. And worst episode. Oh, yeah. And every other, <laughs> every other one. And all the random episodes. <laughs> uh, so we decided that we would do our best series episodes one after the other so starting with series one and working our way up to series 10 yes this means that it won't just be series six getting a look in yeah well i guess that's the reason partly why we did this as we discovered the end of series three summary mm-hmm. season six has got a lot of uh, episodes that we've gone through thanks to the randomizer and other reasons <laughs> other reasons was it season 10 that got only one yeah, was it season 10 and another one? But yeah, so it was a bit uneven spread. And this, as I said before, this isn't going to change the um, spread of it. But, but at least we'll be able to get a few more from different series. Yeah. And also it allows us to compare series by series. Compare and contrast. <laughs> yeah, so we can write an essay on compare and contrast. Friends series. <laughs> so we are picking one each, aren't we, from... Each series. Yes. And are we, are we, what are we saying? Are we saying these are our favourite ones? Or are we just picking out? Do we want to put, nail our colours to the mask? Or are we just picking out episodes we want to? <laughs> we want to. Well, I think maybe we're just picking out episodes we want to because I think some of our favourites have already gone. Right. Yeah. Either in the favourite part or from random. Of course. Or best friend episode. So maybe it's just now ones that we think we'd want to watch again. Yeah, highlights. Highlights. Highlights of that season. So you were up first for season one. I was. First pick, first draft. First, what's that thing they do in... Yeah, draft? Draft. I'm not really sure what that is. No, I don't really get it either. It's just people taking in turns to pick stuff. (laughs) But then you're like, oh, and then now I've got three in a row to pick. Oh, yeah, you sort of go, you you know, you snake round, don't you? Yeah, well, yeah, so you can sort of get three in a row. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Whatever, anyway. Anyway, we're drafting them. What episode have you drafted from season one? I've drafted season one, episode five, the one with the East German laundry detergent. That's a mouthful. A mouthful indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So would you like to give um, any reasons, thoughts, thoughts Absolutely feelings? Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, I don't want to step too much on your toes with next pick. Yeah. So I, don't, I also don't want to give you any ideas. Okay. But I will say that I had a few in mind. I said this before, but season one is not my best season. No, well, you're trying to establish your characters, aren't you? Get into the flow of it. But some of it's quite clunky. 
I feel like. You're quite clunky. But, you know, that's true of lots of, well, not all, but lots of ru- long running anyway. Yeah, and I think, yeah, also it's just when you look back at the 90s, I don't know, yeah. We were quite clunky. <laughs> yeah, it was a clunky old time. I kind of tossed up between this one and the last one in the series. The one where Ross, Rachel, Rachel finds out. <laughs> but it kind of felt like a bit of a cop-out in a way. Yeah, well, I'll keep my cards firmly close to my chest, but give you a little sneak peek as well. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that was I did consider that, so I have to scrub that off now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I definitely considered the one this one you've chosen. Well, I really remember watching this early doors. There's some in season one that I really don't remember that well. Mm. Um, but I really remember this one. It's quite a distinctive one, I think. I think yeah. people do remember this, despite the name. Well, I or know. maybe not in spite of the name. Maybe because of the, because the name's quite distinctive. I but, suppose so. But so random as well. Like, why is it named after that bit of it? It's yeah. such a tiny bit in the episode, as we'll see. Because even when I picked it and I read it, I was thinking, what's, what? I can't remember why it was called that. No, I don't think I've ever really thought about it. I think I just thought, oh, that's that one with that, with the laundry. But never really thought, oh, it's actually like East German laundry detergent. Yeah, because he picked that laundry detergent. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's quite an odd, but quite a distinctive name. Quite like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, I would have definitely probably would have chosen this if I'd gone first. Oh, would you? Yeah, because I just really remember this one. And I think my friend, uh, who was a really big Friends fan before I started watching it, it was one of her favourites. And I just remember her talking about it and saying, oh, you have to watch this episode. You see, I think I know the one which... Well, I thought I knew the one which you were going to pick. Oh, right. Well, that might still be a pick, because there is a couple more. But then there's one... Well, it's difficult, because it's a two-parter. Um... But yeah, the last one is also a good one. But yeah, it sort of feels like you say, there's not a lot going on in a series if you picking the last one. Yeah, it doesn't feel quite right. So, season one, episode five. Yeah. Would you like to give us a little summary? Now, there was a lot of talk last series of the podcast about Phoebe not mentioning in summaries. Yeah. Summaries not being very good, etc, etc. Yeah. Just a reminder, I just Googled them. So it's whatever comes up. So here we go. Let's see what we've got now. Okay. While Chandler and Phoebe oh. decide to break up with their significant others on the same night, Ross and Rachel have their first date doing laundry together. Hmm. So no mention of Joey and Monica. Monica. It's like they can't ever do all three storylines. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact that I feel like all three are basically the same amount of time given to all of them. Yeah, it's quite well weighted, this one, I'd say. Mm. They've obviously decided it's the first date. We'll we'll see whether we well, think that later on. I did think your um, Mr. Summary guy, or Mrs. Summary guy, or Ms. Summary, <laughs> or non-gender specific oh, summary or, guy or, person, MX summary guy, <laughs> summary person. Yeah, they've they've um, thrown the hat in the ring in terms of what they think it is. Let's get on to that later about whether we agree. Um, so I'd say the Ross and Rachel storyline was probably the most. Probably the most significant of this episode, probably just because of the Ross and Rachel thing. Yes. So should we leave that one till last? Yes. Well, the first scene... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry. What am I doing? Yeah. Don't, start, don't start doing... We always start with, where do you want to start? Should we start at the beginning? Let's start at the beginning, please. First scene. At the first scene, which was in... 
coffee house. Coffee house with all of them. Yeah. And we said before that, so your theory is it starts at coffee house yes. often. Yes. Or our theory, I can't remember who came up with that. Me. Right. <laughs> You're the one with all the theories. Thank you. Uh, so it often starts in the coffee house and we realise later that we thought perhaps the earlier series are more likely that. So yes. we'll, we've seen it here. But all again, all together, which was something we also discussed. All together. And I think the idea of us picking ones from different series is also that we can compare and contrast, as I've said. Yes. And pick up on some themes. Mm -hmm. So I think that in earlier Friends series... Oh, here's a theory. Do we have a theory? Uh... <laughs> a theory bell. <laughs> can we repurpose the 90s klaxon, which doesn't seem to get much use these days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's I... ring the theory bell. Yeah, I'd like a bell sound, okay. please, if we could right. source that. Sourced it. <laughs> I think that in the early series of Friends, they used to do the men versus women theme quite a lot. Thank you. Written that down. Um, because I really, I think I've said this before in the you podcast. You have mentioned this before. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, you, oh, you have oh, mentioned oh, this. Oh, no. I was just commenting. <laughs> That's why I put it down. I thought you have mentioned this before. Yes. Um, I think it was um, when Friends was really taking off in the UK and it was the Ross and Rachel thing. And I remember it suddenly becoming a thing and it was where they'd had their first kiss hmm. and it, they made a big thing about that series, that scene where they talk about the first kiss. So the guys uh, are talking yeah. about it eating pizza and then the girls are talking about it and the differences between those two mm -hmm. things. And that was like everyone kept playing that scene in the UK <laughs> and saying, oh, you know, oh, it really shows, oh, it really shows the difference <laughs> between men and women. Oh, it's so true to life. Because <laughs> the guys are like, oh, yeah, I kissed her. <laughs> they eat some slice of pizza. And the girls are going into about how tender it was and everything. <laughs> Does Jerry say tongues or something? Yeah, yeah. tongues. And, the, and Ross goes, yeah, and they all go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, the, so the first scene here really shows that because, mm -hmm. yeah, they're talking about the differences between men and women, the advantages yes. of the other sex. Would you say an advantage is standing up to go to the toilet? I suppose in, like, some situations it is. Well, at festivals, festivals and stuff. Yeah, I mean, but Ray basically... That's why they've got... A sh they, that's why they've invented a shiwi. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you were starting the shiwi. If you're desperate at the side of the road, that, that time you were desperate in Genoa, if you're a man, you could have just, you know... Yeah, that's true. ...found a tree... <laughs> ...to lean up against. ...and said you had to go from cafe to cafe. <laughs> if I did have that facility <laughs> open to me, yeah. that asset open to me... Would I be using it though? I don't know whether I'd particularly want to just be weighing up against a building. Yeah, but that's because you've grown up without that facility. Mm. I think if you're, you're sort of used to that option, although, yeah, would our dad really do that? No, I'm not sure he'd whip his out. <laughs> I think if you're desperate. I suppose, yeah, it depends how desperate you are. And you were pretty desperate. I was, to be fair to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a girl advantage is being able to whip your bra off through your. Uh, a sleeve of your I don't, t-shirt. I do not. I mean, the, the K, the wing one, I don't think is always a benefit. But yes, there are times where it would be. What is the benefit of the bra? I know, yeah. Because also, wearing bras. Exactly. It's a disadvantage to start off with because you <laughs> to wear a bra. But you're making an advantage of something that you don't need an advantage of. No. I do think that was a thing in the 90s as well, being able to take your bra off 
from under your t-shirt. Yeah, that's true. I do feel like not just under your t-shirt, like yeah, through, through your, your arm. arm. Yeah, well, I mean, also, what sort of situation do you need? <laughs> mm. I'd always just get my arms out. Get your arms out. out into the t-shirt area. Yeah, and then do it. Yeah. Yeah, because actually, it depends. Also, it very much depends on what kind of t-shirt you're wearing. Because if it's very tight, yeah, I, wouldn't like, be, I would have no chance with this t-shirt I'm wearing now. No. Well, I suppose in the '90s they were quite baggy. <laughs> it was made for that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another one was Joey said um, women can look down and see boobs <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, not an advantage. <laughs> no. He's just thinking of himself there. <laughs> he is. And if it was his own. Yeah. I'm not sure it would still be an advantage. <laughs> uh, so they're all in the coffee house and um, Chandler's talking about breaking up with Janice. There's a name we know. There's a name we know and love. Um, I hadn't really realised, I didn't think until this, I mean obviously I had because I've seen these episodes, but I hadn't thought about the fact that he was together with her this early on. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is the first time we see her. But presumably he's been in a relationship with her. Right. He The first episode, they weren't in a relationship, were they? I don't remember. No, I can't remember either. Yeah, but this... Oh, so you think this is the first time we've seen Janice? I think so, yeah. Oh. Um, but Charla wants to break up with her um, and he doesn't know how to do it. Because it's Saturday night, isn't it? Saturday yes. night. Big party night. Big party night. Big, big party night. No one's got any plans. No. Um, but his plan should be breaking up with Janice. Mm. What do you think happened? Do you think they were just going to have that storyline and then people like Janice so much they sort of brought her back? No, because I think they're in the same series, aren't they? She comes back in this series, doesn't she? But they're in American, aren't they? Still write, they don't write a series and then they're already... They're no, but I don't think they would... I think they'd have a... a they wouldn't, Story. yeah. Yeah, I don't mm. think they'd sort of do it that off the cuff. Right. Or listen to public praise. I suppose it's like, yeah, in your 20s where you're kind of going out with people and then you're not and then... I suppose so. I just wondered whether it was like a thing of, um, like, Tony. If Tony had hit it off, <laughs> yeah. Phoebe's boyfriend, he could, he could have been coming back. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we saw very little of Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony didn't even get a speaking role. <laughs> no. um, but I don't think Janice really... I mean, there's also nothing really that... Well, the, la- the last artist, not too much but you did see a little glimpse of the laugh oh, coming right. in. but i don't think she really did enough in this episode to really you get a hold of who she is no. also she had a different voice yeah it wasn't as nasally was it no yeah it was um, quite subdued when she first started it talking. was sort of more like what someone's voice would actually be like and then she talked she, kind of <laughs> yeah, she sort of <laughs> melded into a role oh well this is oh so it's someone else oh so it's a hammer's writer okay <laughs> yeah. right yeah, so Charla wants to break up with Janice. So Phoebe says, well, let's do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charla sort of jokingly takes that as both of them breaking up with Janice and says <laughs> she might feel a bit ganged up on. But no, Phoebe says, I need to break up with Tony. Tony, yeah. It's run its course. It's run its course. Um, not fun anymore. No. She says, I don't know if it's me or if it's um, Tony's hunger strike. <laughs> but yeah, I do think, again, in this sort of early se- series, it's when they're young and so... A lot of different, dating a lot of different people. We well, hear I mean, a lot of different subsies. That is true, but that's Phoebe pretty much the whole way through. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, until she meets Mike. Um, well, David as well, of course. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. Yeah, so she says, look, here's the deal. We'll both break up with our respected boyfriends, partners. Yeah. 
significant, significant others. others. I mean, are they that significant? Who knows? And yeah, it'll be easy because we're both doing it together. We can break up together. And um, I like the fact that Phoebe's getting quite excited, the fact that they're doing something together. Yeah, I know. Because um, later on, um, when they are then, so then they're later on in another scene, they're in the coffee house together getting mm. ready for it before Tony and Janice arrive. And Phoebe says, we never do anything, just the two of us. I know. <laughs> That's quite sweet. sweet. Um, Because, yeah, we don't really see much of Phoebe and Chandler together. That one where everyone knows. Yes. Everyone finds out. Well, I feel like we have talked about this before. But, yes, we don't really see them doing much together. But Phoebe was the one he chose to choose a ring together. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Phoebe's role as the... uh, Mm. What do, we, what do we say? Like a mediator? Yeah, <laughs> the glue. Yeah. The glue all, all together. Yeah, which I feel like you would have chosen Rachel, but I like, I like, um, I do like Phoebe and um, Charlotte together. Yeah, no, it's quite sweet. Um, and Charlotte then says, well, we can go and run over some puppies tomorrow. <laughs> he says, I don't want to do that. Phoebe is not happy with that. <laughs> but I do feel like, yeah, it's that nice thing of, oh, Phoebe likes being included in things. Yeah. Whenever she's like, got something she's doing with another person she always gets really excited yeah. in the way that other friends don't oh yeah, yeah it's almost like something that's normal mm. I just want to do something normal with other people that do it which she thinks is like a thing yeah oh we're doing this together we're breaking up together so when it comes to the breakup we see it's quite sort of clever staging so Chandler's on the couch waiting for Janice to come in yeah I was going to say Monica then I was going to afford an internship Waiting for Janice to come in and break up with her. A friendian slip. Beautiful. Worth it. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I almost want a sound effect for that. Yeah. Some fireworks? <laughs> yeah, so they're in the front, uh, the front sofa. And then, but in the background. On uh, the counter. The counter, you see Phoebe, Tony coming in. Yeah. And then breaking up. Yeah, but Janice has got to be in by that point. So yes, Jan- yes, yes, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. um, you said Chandler waiting for Janice. Oh, uh, sorry. Just, just to say, you might have been thrown off by my friendian bit. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Too excited about that bit. Um, so, yeah, they're at the front, on the front couch yeah. doing their breakup. And then in the background, you see Phoebe and Tony doing this. And basically, just like a couple of sentences from Phoebe, they hug, and then Tony slopes off. Yeah. That's the end of Tony. <laughs> That's the end of Tony. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, Janice has sort of come in and had a stressful day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so th- they don't get into their break, away- break up straight away. No. <laughs> so she's just gabbling away. Gabbling away. And she's been shopping. She's bought Chandler a gift. Yes. Reference I don't get. Reference, Reference I, I don't get. Ridge, please. Ridge. She's bought him some socks. Um, she's bought him... Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle socks. And she says, oh, well, you've got the rocky ones already, so you can sometimes wear the bullwinkle, sometimes wear the rocky ones, or mix and match. I mean, absolutely hideous socks. Yeah, sort of a white um, a sports like, sock. Yeah, the gym sock thing. With um, a moose on it. Yeah. Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle and moose. So, TV show. TV show. But it looked like it was like sort of... Late 60s, early 70s. It, it, yeah, we ran from 1959 to 1964. Mm. The original, Bullwinkle and Rocky. Oh, even earlier. Yeah. yeah, super old. So that's, I mean, that's a reference that people might have not got even at the time. Yeah, <laughs> presumably it was repeated. 
Yeah, I presume it's a, a, a thing. Bit of a reference we didn't get. And because they're in the coffee house, they're also having coffees. Yes. So Chandler's having espressos. <laughs> yes. And Janice, and this was classic early friends, drinking a latte out of a giant cup. Yes, the giant mug. The giant mug of Central Perk. Oh, yeah. Because um, Chandler shops his espresso yeah. and then says, oh, should we get another one? And she's barely <laughs> taking a sip out of a giant <laughs> boulder mug. Um, yeah, so he's sort of drinking through his nervousness, <laughs> drinking through these espressos and getting more and more hyped up. I mean, he's had they had so many cups on the table, I think he would have had a heart attack. So I think one man could take that many, that much caffeine. Well, well, when later on Phoebe asks him how many he's had, he says, I don't know, like a million. <laughs> so he is going very badly. And even though he's sort of, at one point, he's, he has sort of told her. Yeah. It's sort of just sort of dragging out. Well, she, he, he says, he manages to get it out, doesn't he? And says, I think we should stop seeing each other or something. Uh, but she starts crying and doing the squish, squish. Oh, yeah. Also quite popular in the 90s, I feel. Fanning your, fanning your face, face like yeah. you're crying. Yeah, so going very badly. Yeah. And so Janice sort of tries to regain herself, goes off to the toilet. Chandler goes over to Phoebe. And he, yeah, and he sort of wants to know Phoebe how Phoebe did it with Tony. But how did she do it? Well, I Phoebe quite... says it's harder than it was looked. Oh, yeah. Cause... She says you weren't there. Yeah, that's true. But it didn't look that hard. <laughs> no. I'd quite like to know what she said too. So then Janice comes out of the bathroom mm-hmm. and um, Chandler's grabbed Phoebe's espresso. I had that one as well. Um, but Phoebe does the breakup with Janice. So yes. again, we see her just off the side of, you know, behind the couch mm-hmm. saying something to Janice, which we can't hear. Janice gives her a hug and then leaves. <laughs> Brilliant. So what is Phoebe saying to people? The breakup whisperer. <laughs> breakup whisperer. I'd like to know this great he doesn't line. want to see you anymore. You're better than that. Yeah. You're better than this. It's not you. Yeah, well, that's what I kind of feel like. That's not really the line. That's not a good line. No one wants to hear that. Because it definitely is you. <laughs> the insinuation is, it is you. It is always you. <laughs> but yeah, um, Chandler's so impressed. He says, we from now on, we'll always have to break up together. Yeah. They're breakup buds now. They're breakup buddies. And um, Phoebe's happy with that. Yeah. Oh, I'd like that. <laughs> she wants to be in a group as well. One thing we forgot was some great physical comedy from uh, Matthew uh, Perry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when he is trying to break up with with Janice and he's had all these espressos, he is very hyped up, isn't he? And his yeah. arms are flailing around everywhere and he's sort of going, what it is, and sort of <laughs> bashing the sofa and stuff. And then manages to hit Janice in the eye. <laughs> Oh, yes, that's why she goes off to the bathroom. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Hits her in the eye. Um, and then, yeah, she goes off to the bathroom. So he jumps over the back of the couch to say to Phoebe, what's happening? Well, but before he jumps over, he sort of buries his head in the sort of side of the couch. Oh, yeah. Where the sort of arm is. And it almost looks like he's going to sort of go over. Yeah. Like do a sort of tumble over. But he sort of doesn't. He just sort of rolls himself up. Yeah, he's trying to dig his head into it. <laughs> So back uh, back to the beginning yes. in Central Perk, Angela comes in. Angela, yes. Who's Angela, you ask? Don't know. Can't remember her. 
Joey's ex, who we do hear about, I think, later is someone who he did date for quite a long time. Yes, and again, have we seen, is this the first time we've seen Angela? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think this is all just sort of set up, isn't it? Because we're only on episode five. Yes. But I think he does reference Angela later, in later series. Mm. So Angela comes in, red dress, tight red dress, Mm -hmm. strappy red dress, um, glamorous hair, makeup on. Sits at the bar at Central Perk. Yeah. She's got to dress up for Central Perk. I know. A bit glam for Central Perk. Well, and and she has a sort of iced tea at the bar, as if, you know. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. She went there because Joey goes yes. there. Yeah, she wanted Joey to see. Mm-hmm. Or she might be just going on somewhere. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> have, have yourself an iced tea before you go out. Maybe. Because she does say hi to Joey, doesn't she? Yeah. I think she she knows it's going to be there. <laughs> she knows she looks good. She walks past him, sits at the bar. She knows he's going to come over, which he does, but he says he's got to play it cool. Yeah. Doesn't want to seem too eager. <laughs> so he counts Mississippi. Yeah. So he basically wants her back. Yeah. Want you back. Da, 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 da. Want you back. Want you back. But she said to him, you were the one who wanted to be friends. Yeah. We wanted to be just friends. So yeah. Now, guess what? We're just friends. And now I'm with Bob. 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 Bob's a popular name in Friends. Well, I was going to say, I got confused with this because Bob's the name of Monica's boyfriend, isn't it? Fun time Bobby. 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 But there is a Bob later on, like when Joey's talking to someone on the phone, I think. Someone was called Bob. Oh, yeah. The one. Uh, Bob. Oh, does he pretend to be Bob? Yes, that's it. He pretends to be Bob when the person calls. Yeah. She's looking for Bob and he pretends to be Bob. Yeah, I'm Bob. <laughs> Although I don't know why she would remember what Bob sounded like. <laughs> but that's another episode. <laughs> so Joey says, well, fine, we're just friends. Then let's go out as friends. Yeah. You, me, Bob and my girlfriend. Um... Monica. Classic sitcom thing of um, <laughs> look up and see, say what you see. <laughs> and he sees Monica leaving, so is Monica. So for some unknown reason, I don't know why he couldn't tell her the truth. Yeah. Because he thinks she wouldn't go, maybe? I guess then there's not the option, because the idea is he wants to, uh, Monica to come, so he sort of feeds her the line of, oh, Bob's single, so mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, you know, you're right. going to, um, there's a chance here for you if you come on this double date. Yes. I guess if you go, oh, Bob's not single, he's with this person, <laughs> but come along, but come you along. might have a chance to break, up, break them up. Yeah, I guess She might not less, go for that. That's less of a good option. Yeah, so he tells her, um, Joey tells Monica that Bob and Angela are brother and sister, and Bob's single, as you say, and yeah, sort of like a double date kind of thing. Yeah, double date, yeah. Because Joey wants to win Angela back. Um, but, yeah, I suppose it's Joey, isn't he? He's not really thought it through. But, yeah, yeah. you must have thought at some point they're going to be, um, you know, maybe, maybe you think, amorous. Yeah, maybe you think, oh, they wouldn't be in the PDA. So, be yeah. no PDA. No, P- no PDA. Stop yeah. PDA. PDA. Like, what was that in my head? I said PDA recently. Yeah, today, in fact. Yeah, what was that? It's on fence. Was it what? Was it on Friends? No. Oh, it's Come Dine With Me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Save that for our Come Dine With Me podcast. <laughs> so they go on this date. I, I, um, 
here's here's uh can i can i do a little ring of the theory bell oh yeah please do ding 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 well you can't do the ding ding oh. ding if i'm gonna put it on in post <laughs> There it goes. There it goes. I thought, at least in this episode, I noticed that very short scenes. Yeah, oh, short almost to the point of editing quite badly because it feels like it was really like, oh, oh. I, at one point, I hadn't realised we'd gone into like another character scene. Yeah, it was very choppy. Yeah, really choppy. No, um, that did it, did it, no reset. And it just felt like, oh, right, we've got five seconds of that one, five seconds of that yeah. one. I mean, there was one part, so this part coming up, so Monica and Joey are waiting at the bar at this restaurant mm. for Bob and Angela to turn up. And basically the whole scene is them sitting there and Monica says, oh, what's Bob like? Yeah. Like, you tell me about Bob. And then about five seconds of that, Bob shows up and she says, oh, like, Great, Bob looks good. Yeah, and that was it. And then <laughs> Bob that scene. looks good. I know. Yeah, I think yeah. There's a bit where they were sat at the bar, and yeah, Joey said something, and it was I suppose it was a funny line, but it wasn't like you know you get a funny line and hear the laughter. It was like a funny line, and then it was suddenly Chandler at the window <laughs> <laughs> looking for Janice, and I was really confused. There was like there was nothing to sort of prepare me that we were moving seats. No. <laughs> So I don't know whether it was like um Is that a theory though? Oh. Bad editing. <laughs> bad editing a theory. I didn't say bad editing. <laughs> I, I said bad like, editing. Well, you might say bad editing. I think my theory was that it's just a different editing style, see or different I don't know enough about film studies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's just very quick yeah. scenes, very choppy. Like, oh, we're into this one, now it's this one. We had very short attention spans in the 90s. Yeah, maybe. Whereas I feel like later on you were sort of having a scene play out for a bit. Yeah. They probably wanted to sort of, yeah, make it seem fast-paced. Yeah, maybe that was it. Because we didn't know the characters. And I guess it's the same thing with the title sequence. Mm. Is that what it's called? With all the music, yeah. credits, right? Yeah, the credits, yeah. Because yeah. um, that's all very, like... You know, quick, quick. Yeah. Maybe it's just a thing and then they thought, no. Well, yeah, I also sort of settled into it a bit more, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I didn't I did really notice. So it would be interesting in your one to see whether that... Oh, yeah. Well, note short choppy scenes. <laughs> Ring the theory bell. Yeah, so, yeah, Monica says to Joey, what does Bob look like? What does this Bob guy look like? Yeah. Is he tall, short? And Joey just goes, yeah. That would, that would, um, and they're sort of seeing, yeah, quite evasive. Yeah. I mean, that had already ring my... Theory bell. Theory bell. <laughs> <laughs> That's rung my theory bell. What was that, the phrase? Alarm bell. Alarm bell. That would get my alarm bells ringing. But Monica hasn't clocked it yet. Then, when they go to the toilet, her and Angela... Angela says how good and bad Bob is. Well, because Monica was sort of taken with Bob, so she oh, said, oh, yes. it's nice to meet someone who's, you know, funny and charming and stylish and all this sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, and Angela goes, Angela goes, that's a bit weird, why are you hitting on my boyfriend? She goes, oh, yeah, he's really good in bed as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe she just thought, oh, she's being really complimentary about Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so even then, Monica 
didn't clock, oh, that's really weird thing to say about your brother. Yeah, so she said, well, she says to Angela, oh, that's, and my brother didn't even tell me when he lost his virginity or something. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, Angela did go, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) So then we get to um, a scene where Monica's telling what sounds like a fascinating story. Oh, yeah, it's the (laughs) underdog. Yeah, underdog. Yeah, that was another choice for series one. The one where underdog gets away. Oh. I did think I sort of recognised the name underdog. I was sort of thinking that was a bit of a ridge because I don't really know who that is. <laughs> but also, I recognise the name. Yeah. Uh, I think we have talked about it before. Um, the sort of, yeah, the... One of the floats. Yeah, balloon thing. Hmm. Well, she's telling this story about underdog. I mean, was she there at the time? I mean, because if that's just all you just saw on TV. Yeah, presumably it's quite famous. If it, <laughs> but yeah, it's, you sort of we're sort of halfway through the story, really, isn't it? And yeah, I suppose so. Maybe something else happened. Yeah, and as she's telling it, um, Bob and Angela are getting a PDA. Yeah. they're getting their Pro- hands on each other. Probably because they're quite bored by the story. I mean, it's <laughs> not a grade A first date story. <laughs> no. Come on, come on, Monica, you've got better anecdotes than this. I mean, your best friend turned up in a wedding dress a couple of weeks back. Yeah. And now I'm living with you. Tell that story. (laughs) Don't tell the underdog one. (laughs) Yeah. So then that's when Monica clocks and says, right, Joey. Because she sort of, uh, it's quite good. She's sort of telling this underdog story, but sort of is flailing because (laughs) she's sort of seeing that, you know, when you sort of lose your thread because something else has taken your eye. So it's quite good the way it's done. And uh, so then, yeah, she drags Joey off mm. to say, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> and then he has to fess up. Yeah. Well, let's say there's another ridge. Oh, I missed this ridge. Oh, what's happening? It's like cocktails in Appalachia. Oh, yes. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, yeah, what did you say? Cocktails and Appalachia or cocktails in Appalachia? Co- cocktails in Appalachia. Uh, presumably some kind of film or book or something? Well, no, I looked it up. Oh, yeah. And apparently this is a common ridge because when it, when you look it up, it's just people going, I don't understand that oh. reference. Oh, is it like um, our thing of Rawns? Well, yeah, so I think so that's ah. what people seem to be suggesting, that it's... People in Appalachian Mountains, Appalachia. Is Appalachia actually a place? No, it's maybe like a known yeah, for incest. Or hmm. I mean, you've you've outed Rawns there. Yeah, sorry, Rawns. <laughs> Getting the hate mail from Rawns. <laughs> it's not my thing. It's a common thing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So when areas say about their neighbouring areas that they're yeah. incest, the idea. But why cocktails? Yeah, because that sounds that makes it sound like. Oh yeah, that so that reminds me. So yeah, so I looked it up, and this this one really made me laugh. So you know, when everyone sort of gives their answer, so this is the answer bank. Appalachia is one of the old time towns in America. So having cocktails there would be like giving a Geordie a glass of wine instead of a pint of Newcastle Brown, if you get my meaning. This is American humour. Don't forget. <laughs> oh, I love that. I like so much to unpick. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. I've seen a lot of Geordies drinking wine, for starters. And also, for starters, yeah, Appalachia isn't a town, is it? It is like the mountains. Well, according to this person, it's one of the old-time towns. Um, Someone else says, Appalachia refers to the Appalachian Mountains. The region is stereotypically considered to be the inbreeding capital of the world. (laughs) 
not even of the uh, not even the world. But no one seems to. Yeah, there's no clear reason why it's cocktails. No. But so it's just you know, rather than saying, oh, it's like being in Appalachia. I suppose cocktails in Appalachia is a funnier way of saying it. I suppose so. More confusing way of saying it. I mm. Yeah, but it was a ridge. Finally, we've got a ridge that actually no one else gets. Not something that's really uh, well known. Uh, yes. We just don't know because we're cultural <laughs> warthogs. <laughs> warthogs. Well, that's um, put a dampener on both um, the area of Appalachia and Rawns. <laughs> yeah, and warthogs. But Joey um, manages to persuade Monica of this um, plan. Yeah. Gets her on board. So, yeah, he wants them to split Bob and Angela up. Bangela, shall we call them? Bangela. Or Bangela. Aob. (laughs) Doesn't work. Anob. Anob! Anob! Yes. They want to split split up Anob. They want to split up Anob. And... um, yeah, and so Joey also talks to Bob for a bit, doesn't he? And say, have you yes. ever noticed her oh. cute little thing that, what's he say, like a hamster or something? Yeah, like a squirrel or something. Squirrel when she eats, and Bob has says, oh, don't, I haven't really noticed that. Like a squirrel or a weasel. Yeah, not the most attractive thing. And Bob well, doesn't seem that keen on it when well, he sees it. I think that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's when I put that in Bob's head. Oh, uh, but I thought Joey actually did like that. Well, it's hard to tell. I don't know whether it's something that he thought he doesn't mind, oh, but right. it's one of those things that would is, annoy people yeah. like me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could not be putting up with that. And also, remember, he's friends with Chandler, who's like the king of, you know, something getting in his head and oh yeah, you know, famously yeah. Which I also think I have a little bit a goopy mascara. Oh yeah. What 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 sort of thing would you? Say no, no, it's a no go. Can't well, go back. Not, not so much. But don't you just sort of think, oh, it gets in your head and go. Oh, oh yeah, they've got a tiny head. Why have they got a tiny <laughs> yeah, head? Yeah, why have they got? A tiny... And then all you think is about why have they got such a tiny head? And you're <laughs> listening to um, great anecdote about underdog. You're just thinking about the fact they've got such a tiny head. <laughs> got a tiny head. Why have they got such a tiny head and broad shoulders? Not oh, they've got lovely broad shoulders. Maybe we're, we're all a bit chandler. Who you dated with a tiny head, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I was thinking you must not have been We could tell. Yeah. <laughs> we could tell because the game's straight up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so they're eating chicken wings at the table. Yeah. I mean, we've just spent a week a week eating a lot of chicken wings, <laughs> but I don't think either of us were eating them like Angela was. No, I mean, if anything, she must have eaten them better because I'm very just, neatly. Yeah. I'm just sort of going for it, and then you just got, you know, gunk all over your hands. Yeah, or face, which is even worse. Yeah, I'm really making up for the fact that I didn't eat meat for ten years. Yeah, I'm basically eating <laughs> just like yeah. ten chickens this last week. <laughs> but he orders her another load of chicken wings, either because he likes it or he thinks it's going to annoy Bobby. Yeah, more. true. Nibbling away. <laughs> yeah, so there. Yeah, there. He's working on that, and then um, Monica works on it by throwing stuff on Bob. <laughs> 
Trying a drink on Bob. Always red wine. That's always the thing. Oh no. Yeah. And then so sorry. Mop it up. Oh no. It's tiny, tiny little patch. I don't know how she aimed that red wine to get just a tiny patch (laughs) on his collar. She must have drank all of it and just got the last. Yeah. Or like spat out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you spat it out there in quite a elegant way. Yeah. Which is how you want to do it because if you spat out like. If you're laughing. Yeah, which I also have done. <laughs> Nearly ruined a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe it would attract Bob less. <laughs> but we find out in the end. And in the end. Thank you. That it has worked. Yeah. They managed to split them up. Do they? Can't yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the end. So the I think the final scene we see with Anob is that scene where yeah Monica's sort of dabbing oh yeah um Bob's shirt oh that's right yeah and so we don't actually know for sure but it's it's it seems like a sure bet well then but then the last scene oh right um yeah Monica and Joey come in and basically say yeah it's done uh yeah they're, they're pleased with themselves they yeah got, they both got what they wanted and presumably Bob and Angela aren't annoyed but then that's going to be weird if they're sort of you know, friends and they're dating um, each other. Yeah, but they never seem to really hang out with their partners that often, do they? No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Only some partners, like... Um... <laughs> Only some partners make it into the hallowed yeah. circle. What's her name? Julie. Mm. Julie's very much brought in. Yeah, well, it's almost well, like we need her. a storyline around her. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, forgot it's not real life. So that's a knob. Well, that's a knob done. A knob is now Angela and Bob again. Oh, yeah. No more a knob. They're now... Angela and Bob? Well, now I'm thinking job. No. That's oh, I one. see. Jangela. <laughs> Jangela. And um, mob. A mob. <laughs> Works. Shall we do a little bit of fashion? Turn to the left. Turn to the right. Yes, please. Scene one. Central perk. What's that I see at the corner of my eye? Is it Waistcoat Watch? <laughs> it might be. We're back. It's back. Always in the early series, you're always on Waistcoat Watch. And we have not yet got to Hideous Brown Jacket. We haven't ended Because <laughs> Joey is still young and hot. <laughs> Get those tight tees on Joey. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Angela was thinking. Bob, hello, have a look at Joey. Oh yeah, we, oh well, we have, well, we haven't talked about Bob as a sub scene. Oh, oh we'll yeah. come back to that. Let's right. crack through fashion. Not only just wait, waistcoat watch, sort of knitted. Well, yeah, knitted waistcoat. Like knitted well, yeah. Away. Is it fair to call it a waistcoat just because it's got no sleeves? I did just start to think, what makes a waistcoat? Yeah, because it's sort of a yeah, sort of sweater vest, really, isn't it? And he's got the, for some reason, got the bottom button done up, but none of the rest of it. Yeah. It looks a bit like something your nan would knit. Yeah. Less chunky, I suppose, but... Waistcoat, cardi watch. (laughs) Slash. Well, it was um, quite the day for no sleeves. No sleeves. Are you thinking Rachel? I was thinking a number of them, but but yes, Rachel. Yeah, now is that 90s klaxon, sort of those sleeveless... Tea tops. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Rachel was wearing a denim variety, mm. sort of a denim. Yeah, like a denim shirt, but with no sleeves. No sleeves. 
in the first scene. Yeah. She later moved on to another sleeveless shirt, but this time like a check, check, check. Mm, yeah. Um, tied at the classic. waist. Absolute classic 90s look. Yeah. Beautiful. Also, Monica rocking a sort of knitted vesty top. Well, it's not really knitted, I suppose, but it was Oh, I don't remember a that one. thicker cotton. Hmm. Um, buttons up the top. Again, very 90s, bright red. Yeah, well, there's a lot of reds as well, yeah. And um, was that the one where she was on the date? Yes. What was that on the date? It was, it was like a weird... red jacket thing. Red jacket, but she didn't actually take it off. No. And it sort of zipped up. I know, it wasn't really a date outfit, I'd say. Well, lovely bottom, though. Which was like a... Didn't see it, you. I was taken by the big red thing. It was, and you couldn't really see it very often. I didn't know whether it was a skirt or really, really wide leg trousers. Yeah. Floral. Really nice. But then, yeah, that sort of weird, hideous jacket stroke top thing. Mm. While we're talking about the date, should we talk about Joey's outfit? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's quite unusual. Something I've, I don't think I've seen the like before or since. What was happening there? Have I quite liked it? I thought he looked quite smart. Mm. Now I was sort of thinking, now is that also quite a nineties look? I sort of imagine like um a Marnie kind of yeah. vibe where it's so it was grey shirt mm. with a grey jacket on top, but the it was almost the same material, yes, wasn't it? It was I would say it was the it same. It was material. the same material, which is quite unusual. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it was yeah. Basically, it's exactly the same colour and the same tone and material. What was happening with the collar of that shirt? Was it Grandad? A Grandad, I think. Mm. Or whatever, like a, just a flat collar is. Yeah, it did feel... I think as Joe is so good looking in these episodes that it really worked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely brilliant hair from him there. I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he was beautiful. Mm. And still, still is. is. In his own Irish uncle way. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, wore a really sort of tight blue top in the first scene. Yes, very tight. Probably bursting out of it. Can I get an amen for Phoebe's outfit? Amen! Loved it. That was almost like a waistcoat as well. Yes, another sort of, yeah. It was like a waistcoat. You couldn't really tell because she was over a white t-shirt. Mm. So, and it was white at the back, the waistcoat yes. thing, but had the sort of floral pattern on the front. Like a, yeah, it was sort of almost like slightly creamy. Yeah, yeah. And then floral trues, the sort of baggy floral trues, yes. which would be very fashionable nowadays, yes. I'd say. Lovely. I loved it. And also earlier on, a lovely um, black choker. Classic black choker, 90s Claxon. <laughs> Can I also get a 90s klaxon for Janice, who at some point was wearing sort of those John Lennon-type glasses? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then sort of, yeah, Oasis 90s glasses, the sort of tinted colour round spectacles. Yes. Phoebe also, another, another 90s klaxon, mm. had a peace symbol necklace. Oh, beautiful. Lovely. Love some of those. Get those in the market. Get those at Balagan. <laughs> Balagan, yeah. Um, yeah, a black, it was sort of a black um, cord. Black cord that you could adjust. Yeah. Just pull it down, yeah. And a uh, silver, whatever, whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mar- marijuana leaf in my case, even though I knew I <laughs> didn't understand what it was, I thought it was a palm tree. 
<laughs> Lovely country. Wasn't worth it saying that an Arundel. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well. It was in uh, Stamford, actually. Oh, actually no. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, Peterborough. Peterborough. Oh, yeah. It was well. Balagan. Oh, was it? Mm. Um, well, I did think they do sell it as an Arundel market. You know, the no, jewellery. But then uh, actually, the <laughs> or that just uh, um, mum's thing that they were speaking weed in the that's that's libelous. I'm gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> Make, that making weed in the beep. You'll never know which pub it was. <laughs> Though I doubt the people who were smoking weed there were wearing that necklace. <laughs> no, exactly. Ross also had a granddad collar on at one point. Did he? Yeah, I think early scenes. He had sort of a very boring, sort of beigey oh, shirt. Oh yes, with a granddad oh, collar. Quite a weird outfit. Yeah. And sort of tucked in sort of brown trousers. It sort of looked like he was maybe playing like a mouse in a play or something. <laughs> you know, where you're sort of like, oh, well, I haven't really got the yeah. right clothes, but this sort of looks a bit like what a mouse felt like. <laughs> yeah. Chandler was wearing, not favourite, but one of our more seen Chandler looks, mm-hmm. the dart slash bowling Bowling shirt. shirt. Yeah, more of a bowling vibe this time, I think. And sort of a stripe down the one of the sides. Yeah, that sort of oversized big shirt, big sort of arms. Big arms, Cuban collar, that sort of thing. That sort of thing. Um, Ross also had his typical shirt over t-shirt style, which was, he rocked for quite a few years. Yes, and it quite that. Um, it was sort of a pinky colour the shirt, mm. and it wasn't the same one, but it did sort of remind me of that salmon shirt. The salmon shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that makes an appearance later on. <laughs> yeah, he does look nice in a pink. Yeah. A pink hue. Lots of big hair going on. I mean, I absolutely love Phoebe's hair in the first series. Yeah. So sort of 90s and very much her yeah, sort, sort of hippie. Wavy with like some plaits in it. Mm. Big thick hair. Yeah. Rachel had also very big thick hair in this. Oh yeah. She pre is. the Rachel cut. Yes. Too much. She had too much hair. <laughs> um Ross had his Lego hair. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> but Charlotte had big hair as well. I did think <laughs> I did think um in the reunion when they sort of said about like Jennifer and um, David sort of fancying each other. Oh, yeah. I just think, really, Jennifer with the Lego hair? <laughs> yeah. I mean, later on, when he's got better hair, sure. Sure. Sure, but it's very gelled Lego hair in the first series. <laughs> just whip that straight off. <laughs> <laughs> put another, put a new hair on. <laughs> maybe she can look beyond that. Maybe she hasn't, maybe she doesn't go on dates and think about Lego <laughs> yeah. hair. Um, but there was one fashion star who we haven't really introduced yet, so I don't know whether we can uh, bring her in now. Oh, of course. Apparently she's called Mitzi. Oh, Mitzi. Mitzi. Can you imagine calling her Mitzi, actually? So we'll see in our next um, storyline that there is a lady in the laundromat, mm-hmm. laundromat, uh, and she is quite the stylish lady. She- has got a look and she's gone for it. I think this is what makes it the most memorable. I think that look of her mm. makes it more memorable than you would normally get. You yeah, normally maybe, remember because I feel the look. I already know her. I know that woman. Yeah, I know what she's about. I know where she lives. She's gonna get up in your face if she thinks it's not right. I know. I know what she hobby she's got. <laughs> yeah, you basically know everything about. It. You know she's going to life drawing classes. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. And probably does some of it, the modelling herself. Oh, she'd be modelling herself. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, just helping out some art friends. Yeah. She's the sort of person who's so important. The guy, oh, um, why, why are you covering up? No one's looking at you. No one's looking at you. Just whip it off. <laughs> whip it off. Wander around. Why not? Um, yeah. So she had, now, is there a name for that kind of hat? Probably, but I don't know what it is. Mm. You're the fashion person. It is like a fez, but without the. Yeah. Not. Fez. Not tall, sort of a yeah, flat I suppose it's hat. Not as tall, is it? There must be a name for it. But anyway, sort of yeah, sort of a, a sort of round cap. You sort of see it, I feel like in Middle Eastern yeah, countries. Yeah, but it's multicolours. Mm. And then she's got sort of lime trousers, lime t-shirt with a sort of jazzy pattern on the front. Looks like obviously she's got the hat on, but it looks like she'd have like short, if not like shaved, shaved head. Yeah. Head. Um, and then quite bold sort of eye, bold eye, eye makeup, makeup. Uh, stud earrings, mm-hmm. and a lovely little bit of detail purse around her neck. I didn't even see that. Yeah, lovely. lovely. It's sort of yeah, one of those yeah purses that you know you're on a string around your neck. Yeah, really nice. Because she's got to get put a laundromat money somewhere. Yeah, it's easy access. It's a really nice, really nice bit of detail there. She, she if fashion can tell you a character. That's a good example of yes, it. Yes, yes. Well done, wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. A gold star to wardrobe. So we talk about the Mitzi. laundromat. <laughs> Mitzi and a laundromat. Yes, let's. This is a thing where people in America don't seem to have their own washing machine for some unknown reason no because even in the flats i've lived in we've still managed to fit a washing machine in yeah tiny flat i live in a really tiny flat now like the kitchen's really small there's still a washing machine still there. a washing machine in there because that's that is an essential even though it's in your lounge so while you're sort of ch- chatting and then <laughs> it goes into a high spin doesn't matter because <laughs> it means you don't have to go down and mix with other people while you're doing your laundry I just don't get it. No, it's weird. Well, but, or, being at university, obviously, I'm more used to it. Because if you're in halls, obviously, mm. you don't have a washing machine in your room. So then you have a you have a, a laundry room in your block. Yes. So yeah. I've had to do it then. Oh, but it's such a hassle. Like, I wouldn't voluntarily choose that. Well, it's not like they don't, because they do have um, laundrettes in London. Mm. So I don't really know who's going. Like, is it just for a big load big like, stuff yeah because i remember we did go there yeah you you and mum went on, yeah was that when you didn't have a washing machine that might have been when the washing machine wasn't plumbed in maybe even though we'd moved in and nothing was plumbed in including <laughs> toilet so that's fine um, <laughs> um but i guess like tumble dryers maybe people go but the trouble is it takes so long to do it oh i mean so yeah when i was at uni they had the you know big thing of like a washing machine then tumble dryer tumble dryer was only 20p so you Mm. think well yeah i'll give that a go yeah came out probably wetter than it went in i think yeah i think you just do it one twenty p because i think we did the same thing it's like oh this as weirdy as somehow wetter yeah it just doesn't it doesn't work and everything comes out staticky and you have to have it on for so long, and it's not good 
environmentally wise. Definitely not. Because that's one of the worst ones, isn't it? Yeah. But I suppose it's that thing of like, yeah, if you're in a tiny student room, you, I mean, you really yeah. haven't got anywhere. Like, at least if you're in a flat, you can put your um, laundry horse somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Although, if you, I suppose, if you're in a shared flat, yeah. is it annoying for people if you've got your, if you're trying to watch TV in your laundry room? Um, horses in the way was that annoying for you when I did yeah, that yeah <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to make it obvious <laughs> I mean you know what I mean like oh, yeah. if you're like in a shed I think but everyone's going to be in that boat yeah, though aren't they no well they must be I mean most people must be using them because they're still going yeah oh yeah um, and they're quite cool. They're always quite cool as well. Like mm-hmm. even when I think that's the thing is even when they're not supposed to be like that one in Shepherd's Bush, yeah. it looks really cool. <laughs> it looks like a cool place, even though it's a real dive. <laughs> but just the signage and everything looks like, so old fashioned. Yeah, I think that's the thing because it looks really old fashioned. And it's supposed to be the place where people hang out, but no one was ever in that one. No. Not like the one in Friends where there's so many people there at the I same know. time. <laughs> Very popular. Well, I guess if that's the thing, but that's like their um, Monica's flat is big. Yeah, that kitchen's not small, is it? No, I feel like they could definitely fit a washing machine. I what I do is Monica's messy cupboard, make that into some kind of utility room. That would be absolutely ideal. Yeah, because you see some people, um, you know. On you know the TV programs like Come Dine with Me yeah, <laughs> stuff like that sure. when you go and look around other people's homes and you see some people that do have them in cupboards and like one on top of the oh, other like yes. a tumble dryer on top of the washing machine. Well, we had our washing machine in the cupboard in our old flat. Do you remember? Yeah, in near the, the hallway. Hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd place, but yeah, but I guess that is the thing. Like, I'll just pop plumbing. it away. Yeah, also where the plumbing is. Yeah, true. Um, but even like people you hear sort of now like yeah. we hear Americans talking and they talk about going down to the laundry room and stuff yeah and again they say like in the block in the block because that's what they say in friends is like oh Ross because Ross wants to go yes. and do laundry with Rachel just to be with her mm-hmm. and Rachel goes oh but you've got one in your block yeah but even that seems like quite backwards yeah I know and also, yeah, it's not so what? That expensive. So, what's the idea? Is it because this is the only time we ever see them going to the laundry? So, when are they doing laundry later in Friends, Rachel and Monica? Yeah, we decided. And Chandler and Joey, you never see them in the laundromat. Well, I was thinking, wasn't the laundry the one that Chandler wanted, um, sorry, Joey wanted to get his picture back up on? That was dry cleaning. Oh, Bit right. class, yeah. Mm, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Um, but I, I'm, you know, I'm very scared about things, how things work, and doing things for the first time. So that's what puts me off going stuff like that. Hmm. So what is the vibe when you go in? Yeah. Did you just sort of sit, sit and wait for your clothes to be done? Yeah, we did, but although it was just done. So you got to hang around for forty-five minutes. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think people do just leave them, yeah. but then that's the issue that if you've just gone away, I mean, some of the issue that's happening here, but you like. If you just leave them in this machine, then people get annoyed. Oh uh, yeah, you're not back in time. Yeah. that's what happened at uni. You always used to be really annoying because I wanted. I used to go down at quiet times, so I didn't have to interact with them. Of course. <laughs> and uh, there'd be someone who'd left their like washing um, in, and you didn't know what the etiquette was. Like, I need to use it now. Mm. Can I'm allowed to take their stuff out? Are they going to walk in as I'm taking their stuff out? Um. Yeah. You. Do, I do feel like I remember people just sort of 
going and just like putting in a basket yeah. but on the floor and you think well that's like now it's already that dirty again <laughs> it's all very odd yeah uh, it, yeah so this place is called laundrama Drama. It doesn't look quite as cool. Like you know, you want that sort of central seating bit where you can yeah. sort of yeah wait for your laundry to be done. It it doesn't look like it's straight out of the nineteen fifties, so it haven't really got the vibe. No, I think if it was still popular, maybe they do do them in America. But if it's popular, I'd make it into like a you know a cafe place or certainly something where you have got activities so you could stay with your washing. I feel like you just see so much stuff like. Um, in TV shows and films and stuff mm. where they are going to launderette. It feels like such a thing. I know. Well, it has to be a thing, really. Otherwise, like, you know, so we put our washing on and then go and do something else. But if you've literally sort of waiting for that to finish, that's quite a long time of your life just sort of waiting for laundry yeah. to be done every, you know, couple of days or however often you do your laundry. How are you carting that back home? Yeah. Well, I suppose if it's in your block... <laughs> Well, if it's in your block, it's not so bad. But if it's, you know, just take a big Ikea bag, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what those for. Or, you know, steal a trolley. So anyway. Anyway. They need to do some washing. They need to do washing. So, yeah, we see it in um, the coffee house, firstly. So this is the, the sort of idea that Rachel was spoiled girl, yes. wants to break away, be independent. Her dad's trying to drag her back. So her dad's yes. bribed her with a Mercedes. Mercedes. If she goes back. Mercedes convertible. Thank you. Thank you. If she goes back Mm. to them. So, yeah, the the whole setup is her trying to live her independent life. Yes. And so she's going to do laundry. So Ross asks her her plans and she's doing laundry with Monica. Mm -hmm. And so Ross is obviously, wants to be with Rachel, says, oh, I need to do laundry as well. (laughs) And that's when she says, oh, isn't your, haven't you got one in your block? So I also, this, I don't know whether this is a theory bell. Is this a theory bell or just a thing? Character point. Theory bell or character point. I'll ring the theory bell. <laughs> now, now we've bought it, we might as well use it. <laughs> Ross speaks slowly and repeats stuff people have said in series one. Interesting. He does speak very slowly. I have a... I can't remember what he says, but he repeats something Rachel says. Mm. Um, and that's the... Yeah, when they have the one with um, Russ. Oh, yeah. And they're sort of, yeah, taking off what Ross says. It's that, it's that. Sort oh. of, they're sort of speaking slowly and deliberately as you're yes. trying to think. Yeah, it's that slowly and deliberately, isn't it? Very appointed way of speaking. While you're trying to think of something, you're mm. saying stuff, but just slowly (laughs) (laughs) um oh that's interesting yeah and does he he does do that later on but i think it's phased out a bit isn't it yeah he doesn't do it as as much it's not quite as prominent Mm. but yeah he does that here and try and he's trying to think of a reason why he needs to do laundry with rachel (laughs) so yeah it's something about rats and rats in his laundry in his block so they're now all, all three of them are going to the laundrette. Yeah. Drama. That's the date. Laundrama. I'm not sure I get that. Is that a portmanteau pun? It, oh, oh, hello. Portmanteau pun. It's that. Laundrette. But I don't even know drama. what it's supposed to be. Is it like, um, you know, when you come up with NAF fish and chip shop names, NAF right. cutting ha- uh, hair dressing names? 
It's not even a pun, though, is it? You just that is just laundromat, laundrama. It's just a portmanteau pun. Because <laughs> lawn drama isn't anything, is it? No, I suppose not. No. Drama. Or is it just? Or is it just? That's the name, you know, when you name stuff, like it's sort of it, almost like it comes from the Greek, laundrama, like, um, oh, right, laundrama. I can't think of another word, but I feel like something else ends like that mm. melodrama. <laughs> That's all I think. That kind, of, that kind of idea. Um, yeah, so all three of them are going, yeah, but then Monica gets a hot date, yeah, with Bob, with Bob, with Nob. The other storyline, uh, intertwines. So Monica's out. And so here um, Ross is telling Chanda this. Yeah, in, in Ross's um, room. Oh, yeah. Which I thought, have we seen this before? No. Um, we had sort of violin on the Yeah, violin on the thing. And then a sort of poster which had Greek lettering on. I was trying to read it in time. <laughs> but it was Greek capitals, not very good on the capitals. Oh. But it was Theyuku or something, I think. It didn't really really look like what I imagined. Because the rest of Ross's flat, is that the one he lives in? Yeah, that one. Oh, it could be Sayuku. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. What's the. uh, Yeah, that one's Sai, Sai, isn't it? Sai. Sai. Sorry, go again. Sorry. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. I was trying to do some ancient Greek. Is that the flat where they do the poker? Yes. Presumably. That the kitchen, the main sort of kitchen lounge Mm. is very bare, very sort of studenty, not much going on in terms of decoration. No. And then piled it all into his room. Yeah, in his room, there's lots of stuff everywhere, like several posters, that weird violin is just sort of stuck up on the wall and is that so is that presumably the same flat he was in when he was dating rachel so the princess leia is that the same bedroom because it's very stripped back by that point oh i can't think you know when he's saying about the princess leia fantasy and they're in bed together and she's got um things on yeah i do remember that I can't remember what that room no, looks like. No, I can't really remember what that room looks like then, but I don't remember it having a violin on the wall. No. That's that for sure. Or like, tons of books. Yeah, just like stuff everywhere. Yeah. It looked like they'd thrown like everything on the wall. That was his bachelor days. Hmm. But yeah, so he's in there chatting with Chandler about it. Yeah. And Chandler says, well, now it's just the two of you, it's a date. Yeah. So Chandler puts this thing into his mind that it's a date. And so he's not, he can't take his dirty underwear to be launder armoured. But very much not a date. No, definitely not a date. One, you're going to the laundry. And mm. two, the only reason it's two of you is because Monica ducked out. It's I not know. like she said, oh, let's go to the laundry mat together. I know. And then someone on the, I was reading online, someone was like, oh, yeah, what Rachel then says about their first real date or something. So that shows that she also thought it was a date. I thought, hmm, that's a stretch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She wouldn't have seen that as a date. just going to do laundry. And the fact that his sister was going to come along and the only reason she didn't was because she got a better offer. Yeah. To me, it says very much that it was not a date. And no, and Rachel just thinks that Ross is coming because his rats are eating the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she saw through that. Mm, but no. still, not a date. Not a date. Well, I'd be annoyed if that was a first date. <laughs> 
I've seen worse than wasabi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same sort of strip lighting. Yeah, true. She looks significantly better in that strip lighting than I did. <laughs> so oh, the other thing Charla tells him, so he's now he's giving tips on the fact that, you know, it's a date, so yeah. you can't have you can't take your dirty laundry. And uh, Ross says, oh, should I bring wine? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, yes, but I think this, this is my new idea for a laundromat. More of this oh, sort of thing. Oh, yeah, cool. have some wine. Have some, you know, bring a oh, yeah. bring a loaf of bread. <laughs> you said just to get out of wine and some bread. Yeah, I want to live in France. Wine, bread and cheese, that's all you need. Yeah, just, yeah, I think that would be better. Like, if I'm waiting around for laundry, I'd much rather have a glass of wine while I'm waiting. Yeah, but you've got to sort of make that a thing, as in, like, that laundrette would have... Could you have, like, an honesty box, or was that... No, yeah... I was thinking of mine's my well I've got two ideas here so yeah so the first yeah it's like so you'd have that in the laundry Mm -hmm. where it was like a bar maybe right but you'd have all the really good signs the laundromat signs and everything right yeah like all the neon signs and then you'd have a bar at the back oh okay sort of doing your washing in the daytime it could do coffee yeah that's true um, but no, they're sort of. Then I was thinking, well, in the storyline, Ross could have brought a little picnic basket with Aww. wine and stuff. But as you say, it wasn't that the same vibe where they got the. Often you do see them in films and TV where they got the little bit where you sit on the benches yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Whereas this didn't really have anything like that. So you'd have to just be leaning up against the machine when yeah. you're wine. Yeah. I imagine also there's a bar next door, so you just go there. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I just thought when you said that, you know, you say it's an American thing, but in EastEnders, that's, you know, a hub of activities, laundromat, yeah. laundry, laundry place. That is true. Is that a still, do you think, or is it? Well, I was thinking the same was just like London, like, oh, mm. they still have them, and some people must be using them because they're still going, but I don't know who's using them. Mm. I just don't know. Washing machines are very cheap these days. Mm. And I imagine those machines, you know, not cost effective. Yeah, that's true. Because they're massive. Massive, they are. Massive, they are. They're not for just your little small, your little small delicate one. <laughs> yeah. Get onto that. Oh yeah. Right. So what are we saying? Chandler convinces him is a date. Says you need to bring wine. Mm. Oh yeah. So he says um, the other thing is mm. what? What's your detergent? <laughs> yes. And Ross has got something called snuggly. Is it <laughs> snuggling? Yeah. Snuggling. Um, as if Rachel's going to be licking his detergent. <laughs> Yeah, you're just pouring it in. Yeah. And also, we like a sensitive man. <laughs> like a man with snuggling. Yeah, we like a man with snuggly, although he did go on too much about sort of the bear on the box. Oh, yeah. And Chandler says, no, you want something sort of, you know, mean and manly. <laughs> manly. Yeah, because that's what you think about washing detergent. Yeah. Um, so when he turns up, he's got, um, so this is where the East German laundry detergent comes in. Very sort of slight mention. Uberweiss. Right, massive pack of it. Massive it is. Uberweiss. Ultra white. Oh, will you tell me? You did German, not not I. Uber is like over, you know, the Uber Lord, the Uber, Uber and face white. So it gets it ultra white. Ultra white. Yeah, big pa- big old pack is great sort of packaging though. Sort of that would that would go quite well actually in the um our laundrette bar. It would. Um, you could also have sort of snacks in there like nuts, and you tip it out of the. <laughs> That's nice. A tip out of the yeah cardboard box. box. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, oh, you could come up with cocktails that are like related oh, to laundry. Come on. Well, this is not done in East London. It must be. So there must be a, a one in East London. Be. I think there must be. I mean, if they got cereal, oh, they would have come up with it. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to think of cocktail names. <laughs> um, oh, the yeah. wash and go. You definitely have one called uh, wash, wash and go. go. Yeah. Um, and something to do with like a one that's got some kind of prosecco. Yeah. Or and you know, and they do all those sort of um, when they do the all the oh, bubbles yes, on top. Yes. Sudsy one. Mm. Um, you could even have like say one um, with blue uh, curacao and like suds on top. So it's like a blue cocktail oh, with suds on top nice. to make it look like detergent. This is too good. This is another <laughs> idea wasted. It's not wasted because we're giving it out to the world. Oh right. And yeah. when they I'm make annoyed it, when they've made all this thing. When they well, we'll just have to be. Oh, one caveat is you ask us for the opening. Oh yeah, no, not just that. You oh know, right, free drinks for life. Ten, oh, yeah, free drinks for that's life. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. What is it? What is in New York? You fly us over. <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. Um, I will look forward to the end of the series summary when we find out this is already a thing. <laughs> yeah, with loads of places. <laughs> yeah, with exactly the exact cocktail. <laughs> So he's shown her his butch um, detergent. Yeah. <laughs> She's impressed, he knows. <laughs> um, doesn't care. And so she, well, before that, she is, so she's there before Ross. She's mm. got her um, basket down on one of the um, machines. Yeah. And then she's going to go get some quarters, cha- change a dollar for some quarters. And then our favourite. Mitzi. Mitzi comes along. Yeah. Takes her takes her basket off and starts putting her clothes in that washing machine. Yeah. Rachel says, Oh no, I, I was saving I'm so sorry, I was saving that. No. Mitzi's not having it. No. She she's she doesn't take any nonsense, Mitzi. No. She said, No suds, no save, no save, no suds. Yeah, no suds, no suds, no save. No suds, no save. Yeah, so if you haven't got your detergent in and yeah, it's like yeah. it's not going, it's not saved. Yeah. Don't know. Don't really know. Sorry, Mitzi, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds good, but I don't know what that means. So Rachel sort of, you know, meek, mm. um, goes, oh, okay. And then Ross enters, the big, strong man, <laughs> to help the woman. With his big, strong detergent. <laughs> um, and says, what's happening? And Rachel explains. And so he goes and has it out with Mitzi. Yeah. Um, but Mia, so Mitzi says, because Ross sort of has it out with her, and Mitzi mm. says, hey, 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 her stuff wasn't in it. And Ross says, hey, 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 that's not the rule and you know it. <laughs> I always remember you saying that when we were younger. That's not the rule and you know it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I remember my friend who really liked this episode saying about that. And it's just that thing you pick up on something that seemed really funny at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a funny line, but it's just like, it's just such a random thing to really pick up I on. I know, I did think that. <laughs> and then so, yeah, Ross is, he says he back, Mitzi he backs down and Ross is really pleased himself. Mm-hmm. Show's over. No, he's here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that shows how boring the laundry, <laughs> yeah. drama is. Everyone's well interested in what's happening. And then Ross follows that up with his huge box of detergent. Like, how how could Rachel resist? <laughs> I know. And then he has to um, explain to her about how laundry basically works. Yeah, because she's sort of putting, shoving all the stuff in the machine, and he says, "Oh, about separating them. You want to separate them?" Oh yes. And she's, "Oh, I've been really stupid." She thinks he had to separate them by trousers. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he uh, explains to her about white 
Um, Explains her in a, a tiny little laundromat when there's probably about five machines that yeah. she'll need three separate machines. One for whites, one for darks, colours, and one for delicates. Yeah, come on. Come on. They can go in your whites. <laughs> yeah. Like, how delicate are you, delicate? I know. Also, really, if you're washing at a low temperature, just throw them all in. Well, yeah, exactly. But I sort of think, well, unless your delicates are actually, like, silk. Yeah, it has to be very delicate, not the sort of cotton panty no. she was helping up. <laughs> that he couldn't look at. Yeah. Um, bra doesn't matter what, well, again, I guess, I guess the silk. I suppose it's, it sort of extends their life, but... Not enough no. to be bothered with that. Having their own separate machine. Come on. As you say, there's not enough machines for that sort of no. shenanigans. Well, anyway, it was all in vain. She left a red sock in what? the whites. I mean, how many times has people, have people left red socks in whites? I mean, how often is that happening? I've done it once. Have you? Yeah, not a red sock, but I've done, um, yeah... A, coloured thing in a white oh, and it's made everything that colour no because I always you always see that it always seems to be a red sock in like a TV show yeah and I was thinking how often does that happen I don't think mine was red I think it was something blue and it made everything sort of a horrible grey colour I was oh, really annoyed because it was like a really nice white t-shirt I had that I really liked and it just looked sort of grey and oh, ugly then after no. that mm. it's just really annoying it is and I so very rarely do whites on their own as well. Mm. Just put them at low temperature and it's fine. Yeah. Oh, just, oh, oh, oh so no. annoyed with myself. Oh, no, I brought it up. <laughs> oh, no. But also, yeah, I always think, oh, you know, you have a lot of white stuff with colour in it. You think, oh, well, yeah, exactly. How many so pure often. white things do you have other than sheets? Yeah, that's why you just have to wash everything at low temperature. Just button everything in together. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, mate. Not like mum who like washes one thing at a time. I know, ridiculous. So- <laughs> sorry. She will be listening, but sorry, it is ridiculous. But everything smells so nice, and I wonder if that's the key. Yeah, maybe. None of my things ever smell like her laundry smells. No. And I think it's because she's only putting two things in each wash. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> but a, quite a cute thing. Ross opens it up, sees what has happened, and yeah. he's like, oh... And then Rachel says, what? And then he sort of tries to cover it by saying, oh, no, it's the song we sing. The laundry song. Uh-oh, oh, the, the laundry's done. <laughs> that was quite an early Ross thing as well, that sort of thing, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was quite a cute scene, but I don't know what he was thinking long term. No, I know. She's going to have to eventually. <laughs> she has to. He's softening the blow a bit with a fun little song, I suppose. Oh. Also, um, a bit earlier on, I uh, thought, is the sort of thing... I imagine in his mind because it is a um a date yeah. or a possible date. He sort of um I don't know, it just felt like a sort of thing where he's sort of trying to make her laugh. Oh, yeah. He says about the buzzer. So he's talking about she's saying, Oh, how good she feels doing the laundry by herself. Yeah. And he says, Oh yeah, when I Karen and I split up, I made dinner for myself the first time. And then the buzzer goes for the washing machine. Yeah. And he says, um, I'm sorry, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Yeah. Next on Ross. <laughs> I know, I like that. Uh, uh, Ross being quite funny. Yeah. I like it. Um, but you, yeah, that sort of thing of like, oh, he's trying to make a joke. He's trying yeah. to make a laugh. And yeah, I so, suppose, yeah, it is that thing. And that it probably is more like a date where they're sort of talking about their insecurities and yeah. stuff while they're waiting for their washing. <laughs> what would it be better is you had a lovely glass of wine with it and a hunk of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktail, yes, please. <laughs> 
Blue cocktail? <laughs> yes, please. Blue cocktail that looks like detergent? Yes, please. <laughs> People lap that sort of thing up. So, yes, this is, um, as you say, the sort of theme of her standing on her own two feet. Yeah, wanting to be independent, wanting to do her own washing. She wants to do her own washing. She doesn't want to run back to mum and dad. Hmm. Um, don't know why she's been doing a washing from this, you know, since she left to this point. I know, I did think that. I thought, oh, well, maybe because she's doing it with Monica. Monica's basically just doing it for oh, her yeah. and she's just going along. Because, um, you know, Monica probably likes doing it, knowing Monica. Knowing Monica as we do. So then, sort of carrying on that theme, Mitzi comes back. Oh, yeah. The uh, laundrette has sort of um, emptied out now. Yes, so it, was, yeah. it was packed before. People have sort of gone about that way. It's really only them and Mitzi now. Which, I guess, if they're having to do three loads, yeah. that's probably why they're there for the longest. And we don't see Ross doing his laundry oh, either. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, but Mitzi's come back. Mm. And Rachel has, like, a little cart. I guess you put your done laundry in. Yeah, to move it maybe from the washing machine to the dryer oh, yes. or something. yeah. And she turns her back for five seconds. Look who's back again. Mitzi, come to steal it. Stolen her cart. But this time, she stands up for herself. Yeah, she knows that she's got to be independent now. She's seen what Ross did, thought, I'll do that yeah. for myself. And they're sort of like on either side of the cart, sort of tugging it this way and that. Yeah. And then she says, well, I'm going to get in it. Though if you want it, you have to take me with you. So, um, yeah, nice little callback that, um, you know, Rachel sort of says, this is our car. Mm. Um, funny bit, a bit from Mitzi. Also, I'm sort of wondering, like, because, so Rachel calls her Missy. I'm wondering if someone has misheard oh, that as Mitzi. yeah, maybe. Because yeah, it's but... definitely, she's definitely not named, but it's just sort of, I saw in credit she was called Mitzi. But anyway, uh, she still could be. Let's call her Mitzi. I like that name. Um, it fits her. Uh, so Rachel says, I'm sorry, we had this car. And the uh, Mitzi, she's just called woman in this transcript. Oh. Says, um, yeah, well, I had a 24-inch waist. You lose things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, nice little bit from Mitzi. So, yeah, Rachel sticks to her guns. So nice little callback is... Um, Mitzi says, hey, 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 there aren't any clothes in it. And Rachel says, hey, 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 quit making up rules. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. So, all right, listen, Missy, Rachel says. Maybe maybe she is just Missy. Oh, yeah. Mitzi, Mitzi. I know, you sort of see that um, Rachel a lot more later on. I feel like this is the start of, like, feisty Rachel. You love sassy Rachel. I love a sassy Rachel. Sassy Rachel's your thing. And this is, you know, where she's starting to get a sass. Yeah. I like it. And Mitzi, Missy, woman, um, <laughs> says, so yeah, she backs down. Yeah, she does. Um, and so Ross comes over to celebrate and uh, so Rachel's still sat in the car yes. and Ross sort of wheels around yeah. to face him. Quite a good little bit when she yeah. sort of spins around. And Rachel's elated, isn't she? Um, And sort of wraps her arms around him and then kisses him on the lips. On the lips on a first date. <laughs> well, to my mind, one, this isn't a date. Yeah, we, we've established that. I don't know if I haven't been clear enough, <laughs> but this isn't a date. And then, yeah, I mean, that's quite... Yeah, I know. It's that thing of some people kiss people, like, friends on the lips. Yeah. Which I think is such a weird thing. Who's doing that? Well, I don't know, people. I. Who are these people? It made me think about it, because I was listening to a Louis through his podcast recently and he said about that and I think he said about that before or 
um, Anna Buxton, mm. who often does podcasts with, had said about it. So maybe it's just their friends. Oh, right. But they both said, like, yeah, female friends. Female, female, or male, female? Female to them, to them kissing them on the lips. On the lips? Yes. No, this can't be a thing, can it? Well... No, you sure they're not just running out to the cheek and they've just missed, <laughs> missed their mouth? Well, they said it as if a way, as if like, oh, it is a, a thing. Oh no, that's weird. And I feel like they do, I can imagine some people doing that and thinking, oh, well, like, oh, it's... What? I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess, like, oh, it's not that much different to a cheek. Uh, well, yeah. But... I mean, it's not in, like... Physically, but you know, sort of psychologically, is quite different. different. I know. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I've never seen anyone kiss on the lips. But yeah, yeah I suppose it's that sort of thing where she's bringing Ross to her lip to towards her, and you're sort of close, but maybe you're kind of going for the yeah. cheek, and you just get the lips. I don't know. But then, if that was me, I'd sort of reference it and go, "Oh, sorry, sorry. like, oh, yeah. like not just leave that hanging." Yeah. Well, maybe Rachel just would want to kiss him. Maybe she did. But Ross is all of a fluster then. <laughs> um, and a nice bit of physical comedy. Yes, so he gets up, uh, all of a fluster, does a bit of flustering. Yeah. And sort of says, okay, oh, well, uh, put the stuff in the dryer, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he turns and hits his head <laughs> on the open uh, dryer door. Really, really good. I mean, it does remind me quite a lot of I'm always, I'm really bad for opening cupboard doors in the kitchen and then forgetting I've got them open and <laughs> whacking my head against them. That was painful. Because also Ross really goes down as well, doesn't he? He really <laughs> yeah. floors himself. Final scene is then back in Central Park. Yes. So it's a ring structure in uh, a location, yes. but not exactly in uh, theme, no. storyline. And Ross, is it Rachel dabbing his head with an yes. ice pack? Um, Again, very close. Yeah, yeah, there's something happening there. Mm. I keep my eye on those two. Okay. I think something might be happening there. Something's a brewing. And yeah, so it's um, Phoebe and Chana are there, aren't they? Yes. Oh, no, sorry, Phoebe's there. Yes, yes, that's right. And then uh, Monica and Joey come in all elated from having split up a couple. Yeah. Um, They're split up a knob. <laughs> yeah, they split up a knob. And then. Uh, and Ross goes, I'm fine, by the way. I yes. mean, come on, Ross, you, you haven't broken your leg or anything. He might have concussion. <laughs> and then, yeah, um, and they go, oh, where's Chandler? Hmm. Chandler's rushing around outside the Central Park, weeping because he's broken up with Janice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Phoebe says, oh, he, he, he needs to take some time to, to grieve. Yeah. And then you see him, like, running around, weeping. <laughs> outside Central Park. <laughs> Any best bits that we haven't mentioned? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I do think it's a thing with like these first seasons where it's not like your big comedy bits mm. as much as your later seasons. Yeah. Um, but just yeah, um, Ross and Rachel in the laundry. I just really like them together. You know, yeah. this is the, as you say, the first inkling there might be something happening. There might be something there. Lovely to see a bit of physical comedy from David Schwimmer, as mm. well as Matthew Perry. Yeah, I, I did actually enjoy this a lot more than I thought I was going to. 
Yeah, I think it's. It, I mean, yeah, I definitely. Re- I really love this episode, and I think it's just one. It's definitely one of the nostalgia ones. Mm. We definitely put that in the big nostalgia pile. It gets a lot of nostalgia points. Remember it a lot, and the yeah, the laundry scene. And I didn't mind the other storylines. Like, no, they, actually, they ticked along quite nicely. I, I like Joey in this. We've talked about this before. Where yes. Joey is, they start him off not being stupid mm. stupid they're like that you know there's some you know he doesn't quite get stuff but it's not that really dumb like yeah. oh i don't know and understand how french works <laughs> the way he becomes a caricature of it it's much better i much prefer joey in these these episodes yeah and the sort of lothario joey is more what they play on yeah definitely uh and yeah so one of my favorites we haven't mentioned was in the monica and joey storyline and he's trying to convince bob not to um well he's trying to convince bob to go out with monica oh yes so he's sort of you know obviously he's pretending he's going out with monica and he says to bob she's too much for me in bed sexually <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah it's really funny he sort of does the pause really well yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah bob's, bob's got it <laughs> we got it we got it um yeah no yeah i really like that and um yeah i do think it's quite interesting seeing the first series and um yeah, I think we've done a good idea here, mm. sort of compare and contrast. Because also the thing I was going to say is when we mentioned this before, but when we started the podcast, one of the themes we thought before we started would be New York being the, the seventh friend. Yes. And I do think in the early series, you do get more shots of the city. Yeah. There's a lot more sort of scenery and things. And also a lot of more, maybe it's just this storyline, but uh, a lot more different sets. Yes, because we had the restaurant and the laundry. laundry. Um, yeah, and I don't know also whether that ties into the having lots of different scenes, mm. cutting and changing a lot. You need more just shots of like the outside of the restaurant or the scene of New York. Yeah, to say right, okay, now we've gone back to this scene again. <laughs> So you're not just got Chandler. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> looking at the window. One minute you're looking at Joey, and next thing you're looking at Chandler. <laughs> So do you want to give me who you think your best friend is? Yeah, I do. I think, actually, I didn't dislike anyone in this. No. I thought everyone did. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to like in this episode. Um, I guess we're not really seeing the best of Phoebe in this because she's not really doing that much. But everyone else, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Monica in this, actually. Yeah, a bit more, um, more like a character in this. Yeah, I just thought, oh, again, it's just nice not to see her with that caricature of just being neurotic. Mm. And it's just like, oh, she's got something else going on. But really, it is about Ross and Rachel in this one, Of I course. Think. And I did like them both. And I did like Sassy Rachel coming out, standing up to Mitzi. I mean, obviously, special mention to yeah. Mitzi. yeah. A special recommendation. She gets a good sub scene. <laughs> yeah, it's a good sub scene. Look forward to her and hit miss maybe sub scenes. Oh yeah. But I think I'm gonna go for Ross. Ross gets it. He gets it. Um also we didn't say about Bob sub C, which is the quick thoughts about uh, Bob as a Bob sub C don't know why Angela would go for him over Joey. No. Strange hair, strange big hair. He looked like a sort of th- a sort of yuppie, what we would call a yuppie yes, in the eighties. Did you imagine getting out a giant mobile phone? Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So my best friend, I think you've summarised that all very well. Oh, thank you very much. Um, and I think Ross and Rachel are both good in this, and 
So because you said Ross, mm. I think I'm going to say Rachel. Oh, nice. Because I think it it they are sort of balanced yeah, between them. Yeah. Um, and sassy Rachel, and this is where we start to see the Rachel mm. that we know and love, not the sport Rachel. Yes. Stands up for herself. And yeah, I think my best Rachel was one where I... Oh, the Barry Mindy's wedding where she stands oh, up for yes. herself. yeah. So that carries on my theme of liking that when she's, yeah, she stands up for herself and puts herself out there. I might have said Ross had you not said that, but mm-hmm. I think it's fair that they get one each on this. Yeah, I like that. Good. Good. Shake hands. Okay. Um, now, scoring. Right. That'll be fun. Um, so I thought this was a very solid episode and actually as i said before pleasantly surprised because i was a bit dreading doing a season one one yeah i'm like oh i don't like them as much um but actually really enjoyed this no one even though janice was in it um who's not and not normally a massive fan of (laughs) um thought she was quite good in this yeah wasn't Um, in it for very long wasn't in for very long hadn't got her more annoying traits Mm. coming out yet and just, even though there wasn't a lot of laugh out loud stuff, just a nice, pleasant watch. Really enjoyed myself. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a solid four. Four. Good one. Yeah, I agree. Um, and like I've said in other episodes, there's nothing to dislike, I think, mm. in this one. So there's nothing I'm marking it down for. Just a really nice watch. Good nostalgia. Um, yeah, like you, I sort of, I tend to look down on season one, but for no reason, because... Actually, if you look at the episode list, there's some really good episodes in there. It's just that sort of the oldness of it, the way it looks and everything. It's just so different Mm. to like series two. It just, yeah, that seems more contemporary. Whereas season one just seems so old for some reason. It seems very, yeah, marked difference between that and the other seasons. 4.25. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's It's out there. We can't take that back now. Yeah, I liked it. I think it's worth a 4.25. Yeah, maybe four, but I, there was nothing I didn't like, so I'm going to give it 4.25. Good. So next time will be my season one episode. Ooh, what shall she choose? What shall she choose? Let me see if I've got my prediction wise about what it's going to be. Oh, uh, well, I know what you, you think I'm going to choose, and I think I might choose that one. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to choose that <laughs> one. <laughs> well, let's. Oh, that's a nice cliffhanger. Let's see what it'll be that one. Oh, uh, yeah, I just remember a lot of really good bits in that. I bet it. I, bet it I can't remember any of the other storylines, though, unless they all sort of just in that one storyline. Yeah. Join us for that. Mm-hmm. Cryptic clues. <laughs> I probably will have forgotten that, so you'll have to remind me. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see you next time. Um, and in the meantime, you can get us on the socials at pod underscore friends on Instagram and on Twitter. If you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Five-star, please. Five-star, five please. please. If you're not enjoying us that much, that's fine. Just don't rate us. <laughs> There's loads of other podcasts, seriously. It's fine. <laughs> Just move on to them. Just don't give us a rating. Thanks for joining us on this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye.